Hey guys, so I wanted to share with you some advice that I've been listening to. I'm going through a course based on the book, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life by Dr. Amen. And it's been super, super interesting. He's the one giving the lectures in this course that I'm taking. And one of the things that he's talking about is what to do when negative thoughts come up and threaten to sabotage what you're doing. And he's got a system of four questions you can ask yourself when you're going through these negative thoughts. So I wanted to explain those four questions and then talk about how we can apply them to our lives as authors. Because as a lot, I think authors tend to be anxious and full of doubts. So I think the questions are going to be really, really helpful when we're struggling in those areas. So the first thing you've got to do is just recognize what is this negative thought that you're thinking of. Sometimes you don't even recognize the negative thoughts, right? So give your negative thought a name. I am thinking this. This is what I'm thinking. And then the very first question you ask yourself, is this thought true? Okay. So I know one of the things that comes up a lot and this can really sabotage a lot of people's productivity because some people still think that if you write fast, then you're not writing well. And so the thought is you can't write quickly and with quality. You've got to sacrifice speed or quality. You can't be a fast writer and a really, really good writer. A lot of people buy into this consciously or not. So the first question you ask, well, is that true? And you can ask yourself, okay, is it true? No. And the Amazon store is full of authors who write a lot of books and who write really, really well. This is one area we're looking at what others are doing that's working really well for them. It's actually a good thing. It can be encouraging to us. You can take somebody, maybe you're threatened to feel envious of them, but instead you could say, no, this is somebody that I can hold up as an example of what you can do. So that's the first question. Is this thought true? Second question is kind of a rephrasing, but can you be absolutely positive? So maybe you've heard something like this kind of marketing technique doesn't work for anybody anymore. Okay. Can you be absolutely positive that? No. I mean, you can collect data. You can come to logical conclusions, but there are very few things that we can be absolutely positive about in the publishing world and things change all the time, right? So the first question is just, is this true? Second question is, am I absolutely positive about this? And then just ask yourself, how does this thought make me feel or act? So for example, one thought that I feel creeps in to a lot of authors and it really colors our marketing. Some people like to blame Amazon for their lack of success. They'll say, even if they don't say it this way, they, they think Amazon is out to get me. There is one magic rule that if I could get into Amazon's good graces, my entire life and career would change. But Amazon has shut the gate and they are not letting me pass the barrier that's keeping me from success. Well, the great news is that nobody can keep you from success. We live in such an amazing day to be an author. We don't have gatekeepers. We don't have a publisher telling us our book's not good enough. And so when you have this thought, well, Amazon's out to get me or the algorithm's out to get me or anything outside of yourself is the one thing that's keeping me from being successful, right? So whether that's Amazon or something else, think about the thing that you're tempted to blame when your book sales go down. Well, the one reason why I had a terrible month is this. Okay, do you know with absolute certainty that that is why your book sales went down? And you might say, yes, yeah, so that's question one. Is it true? 
can you be absolutely sure it's true is question two. And then how does that make me feel? Well, when you look at it, that Amazon's out to get you and the algorithm's out to get you, that makes you feel helpless, right? And one of my major goals in doing these videos and episodes and podcasting and all the things that I do is to help you to feel empowered. Because like I said, it's such an amazing time to be an indie author because we can be in charge of our own success. We can take the reins on our marketing. We don't need to wait for somebody to say, your book is good enough. I want to promote it, right? Even like four years ago, you had to wait for BookBub to promote your book. Well, now, yeah, you might still be waiting for BookBub to choose your book, but there are so many other ways to get your book out in front of other people that even like two or three years ago weren't available. It's an amazing, amazing time to be a writer and we are empowered. But if you've got it in your head, this one thing is keeping my books from being successful, then you don't feel empowered. So that's question three. How does this negative thought make you feel? Taking the thought that we just talked about, you know, Amazon's out to get me. It makes you feel helpless and taken to an ex its extreme. It makes you feel pretty despairing, right? Well, what's the point? If I'm going to just keep writing books and writing books and writing books and Amazon's not going to put them in front of the readers who want to read them, what's the point of writing, right? And so people give up. Lots of people have given up. And I hope that you're not one of them. And so now it's time to take that negative thought and to turn it around into something that is a true statement. So this might be something like the algorithm changed. I saw my sales decrease and I am smart enough and committed to figuring out what I can do to get my book sales back up, right? That would be a way to take, yes, sometimes Amazon changes things. Visibility on Amazon is not what it was. A couple years ago, you could rely on really long tails. So if you had a book sale or a launch that did great, you could count on Amazon promoting your book for weeks or even months after that. Whereas now most of Amazon's energy is spent promoting the books that people are paying Amazon to promote with Amazon ads. Yes, things have for sure changed. But instead of wallowing and saying, Amazon's out to get me, and that's why I'm not successful, what I would really encourage you to do is to turn that thought around. So recognize the thought, question if it's true, realize how that thought makes you feel and act, and then turn that thought around into something that is true. Visibility on Amazon is more difficult than it was. Amazon is favoring books that are where the authors are paying for ads, and those are the books that are gaining visibility. Therefore, I can set up an Amazon ads account and learn how to run ads so that I can be in charge of my book's visibility, right? Taking that thought and finding a way to rephrase it we do this with our kids for homeschool. We have a son who feels like he's very bad at a particular subject and he's fine. It's just that his brother is really, really advanced and he's always comparing himself. So he'll say, I am bad at math. All right. And our rule is if you're not allowed to say it about somebody else in the family, you're not allowed to say it about yourself because it's take that. Okay. If you say, and I know lots of people listening have a hang up about math. I'm bad at math. I can't learn math. I will never be able to learn math. And so then like that seriously is why some people don't dive into ads at all. I think Chris Fox hit the nail on the head when he just published a book called Ads for Authors Who Hate Math, because it's intimidating if you have gotten this hang up that you're bad at math, then you're not going to want to dive into something like ads where you're talking about numbers and profits and ROI and percentages, right? Um, I do recommend that book, Ads for Authors Who Hate Math, if you do have a hand, but we're not talking about math. We're just talking about these negative thoughts. And so the way you flip it around, well, first of all, 
I would encourage my son, well, is it true you're bad at math? No. And actually, you know what? We've got your standardized state test scores that say you're above average for your grade level in math. So it's absolutely false. When you feel that you're bad at math, then you feel like there's no point in doing it. You feel inferior to your brother. It makes you feel bad. It makes you feel like you're not going to get ahead, right? So it's all these negative feelings. So now let's rephrase that. And the rephrasing would be something like math gives me a harder time than some other subjects. But when I sit down and focus, I do just fine with it or something to that effect, right? So we end this whole process of after recognizing and questioning our negative thoughts, we reframe it into something positive. So let me give you another example that sometimes authors struggle with. Some authors say something like, I want to write a book about X, but if I do that, my readers will hate me. Okay, first of all, is that true? No. And can you know it's true? No, right? You you absolutely don't know until you try. <laughs> and it's, you know, some people, it might not be their cup of tea, but a lot of people are going to love it, right? And so then you ask, well, how does it make you feel when you believe this lie that everybody's going to hate you if you change your writing style or write about a taboo subject or, you know, if you do something that you're worried about? How does that thought make you feel? Well, it makes you feel scared, right? I actually had a nightmare once where my readers like formed a mob and were trying to hang me because I used a swear word in my book. I don't swear in my Christian fiction, but like I had this dream that my readers were so mad at me for using profanity that they were trying to murder me, right? So we we have these fears as authors. And so it can make us feel fearful. It can make us feel timid or confined as artists. And especially as artists, we want to feel free to express and dive into deep issues, right? And so we feel restricted, which isn't a great place. You know, creativity doesn't flourish in that kind of environment, right? And so then after you recognize how that thought makes you feel, then you can rephrase it. Yes, I might be nervous about writing a story or a book about this subject, but I believe that my core readers are going to be so touched that I'm taking this chance to dive into something deeper or however it is that you want to kind of rephrase it in your mind. So hopefully this was helpful for you. I just encourage you, you know, over the next couple of days, think about some of these negative thoughts that are creeping into your life, whether it's writing related or just, you know, everyday life related and go through these questions and end with the, the new statement, the rephrase statement that allows you to feel freer from these things that causes anxiety and worry and fear. So I hope that was helpful and we'll talk to you soon.